You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. And there's the music. That means it's time for Animal Talk, some of the best doggone pet people on the planet. Like the guy sitting beside me. Uh, I'm not beside you. You just ruined the whole intro. (laughs) I'm beside the guy beside you. Beside the guy beside me. I'm I'm confused. I'm Brian Donovan. He is an animal behaviorist and dog trainer. You know, if my protocol, if my if my timing's a little bit off, I haven't been here in three weeks. It's all weeks. right. It's all right. You're good. Good. I'm, I'm Jamie here. Flanagan. I'm Brian Donovan. <laughs> and this guy. Hi, I'm Matt Fox. Hi, uh, I'm Brian. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, Brian. Pushing the buttons over in the corner, Sam Nork. Woo! That's hey, me. S- hey, Sam. Hi, Sam. Thanks for being here. Hi, you're welcome. Uh, truly, truly, genuinely appreciate it. Podcast Detroit. We are in the uh, prolific Podcast Detroit downtown studios uh they have a couple studios downtown and this is brand spanking new the the bar the isn't even open yet it's uh the detroit shipping company uh and we are on a street in downtown detroit that i can't remember the name of. <laughs> we're in an air-conditioned room <laughs> we're in a we're in a we're in a shipping container we're in a shipping container yeah yes. we're gonna wake up in china Wait, this is like it's uh... like a bad jackie chan movie <laughs> But we have beer. But we have beer, right? <laughs> this whole uh, th- this whole place is made out of twenty two shipping 20, containers. Twenty two? Did yeah. you count them or did you read it on the wall somewhere? I uh, someone told me. Yeah, okay, twenty two. Oh, that's why they call it. That's how they got the name. Detroit Shipping Company. Wow. And I just remember because I have one of those uh, memories. Uh, <laughs> uh, pho- photogenic. Pho- photogenic memories. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what. It- <laughs> You know it's really, really, really funny when Sam just sits there and shakes her head. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, yeah. That's when we know we're truly, genuinely hitting comedy. <laughs> that is it. But uh, Podcast Detroit, yes, these new studios at Detroit Shipping Company. Uh, if you want to make a podcast, you can, uh, and you're in the metro Detroit area, you can come down and do just exactly that. Bob and Dave are, are great people to work with. And uh, Jeremiah, he does a Daily Detroit, pretty cool show. And he works out of here and he runs this one uh, for them quite on the reg. So uh, there you go. So uh, Animal Talk, it's America's Pet Show. Helping people with their pets. That's what it's all about. And uh, we've done a couple shows uh, recently. Brian's been been busy, and we've been filling the gaps. Last week, Brian, <laughs> remember we talked to the Pets and Punchlines yeah, yeah. people? Mm-hmm. So we talked to uh, Dr. Lisa again last week, because I'm just like that. <laughs> and I'm like, so, hey, Lisa, how you doing? <laughs> oh, man. And she's like, all right. I go, you want to come and talk to me a little bit and leave that Richie guy behind? And she's like, all right. Yeah. So she came out of the hood. But no, she actually, she has a new uh, pet shampoo um, called Wild. W-Y-L-D-E. Uh, Wild. Oh. Yes. And so it's uh, the whole concept behind it. It's uh, it's a really, well, it, it's very safe for the pet. Mm-hmm. All natural. Whatever that is. But... Uh, so it's uh, it's it, but it's it's lavender and, and very pH balanced for dogs and cats and, and pretty much anything. Not people. Uh, uh, not people though. Yeah. Uh, it works for several types of animals. But uh, the the interesting thing is it's a, a very decorative bottle. Not really, you know. It, it's uh, you wouldn't be embarrassed to have it on your shelf, uh, sitting okay. out when guests arrive. Like most pet pants shampoos are like ugly orange bottles. Oh yeah, or brown. With oh. a, yeah, and they're not very attractive to have out. 
Um, so you put these bottles out for guests to uh, enjoy? <laughs> and I think I'm, I'm waiting to see, you know, how, how long it takes for people to confuse it and just start using it. I love this lavender soap yeah. you have in your restroom. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so we had Dr. Lisa on. And uh, so, yeah, so that was fun. But uh, you've been you've been gone. What have your adventures uh, adventures entailed, Ren? Uh Shit, what have I been doing? I, <laughs> I don't know. I, I was out of town. I was, up, you, I was camping, right? Uh, northern Michigan last week. Is there a baseball tournament in there somewhere? Uh, there was a baseball tournament. Yeah, I was in um, Monroe, Michigan. Yeah. And uh, oh, one of the um, uh, one of the games was actually in Toledo, Ohio. What do oh. you think of Jamie when you think of Toledo, Ohio? The Mud Hens. Uh, remember Mash? the show? Yeah, Mash. Yeah. And uh, and who was from uh, Toledo in the show? Jamie Farr, uh, Klinger, Klinger, yeah. And what did he always talk about? He always wanted to go back to Toledo because of the uh, the, the the Mud Hens game. Well, but he the... also talked about Tony Paco's. Oh, okay. Tony Paco's the restaurant, and it's like this little Hungarian restaurant. It's still there, and they're yeah. It's just um, they're known for their hot dogs. Yep. There's really Ooh, nothing yeah, special, dogs, right? but they have over a thousand hot dog buns signed by they have like six presidents that have signed hot dog buns and how do you preserve a signed hot dog bun <clears throat> they're in this, you lack it somehow no they're 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 in this plastic uh they they have a like a plastic container yeah that, that is framed in the wall and uh they're all over the place and yeah it's like really very famous people really? movie stars why I, did they sign the bun not the <laughs> not the dog <laughs> that's that would be a preservation nightmare. You have to wrap the hot dog and mummify it. In order to... <laughs> no, but uh, uh, actually, um, it goes back to the early 70s, I believe. Okay. Um, Burt Reynolds walked in, and somebody wanted an autograph, and all I had was like a hot dog bun. He's like, yeah, I'll sign this hot dog bun. And <laughs> Burt Reynolds. <laughs> Burt Reynolds. Of course. And now since then, yeah, uh, hundreds and hundreds of celebrities, politicians, everybody. You, you said a couple of pres- – how many presidents? Uh, five or six presidents. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Abraham Lincoln? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Abraham Lincoln walked in. in the Abraham Lincoln in Vampire the 70s, Slayer, yeah. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> He's my favorite president. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Why do you like him? Uh, I don't know. He just seemed nice. I liked his hat. Yeah, I liked his hat. He had a nice beard <laughs> going. Uh, yeah, he was murdered, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Gave it all for his country. <laughs> besides uh, that, how was the play, Mrs. Lincoln? <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but besides, <laughs> oh, mercy sakes, alive! Uh, so, it, uh, any uh, animal adventures on your up north? Uh... Um, uh, no, but you know what? Uh, what I'm thinking about right now is on yeah. the way here. Yeah, there, on uh, the freeway on mm-hmm. the lodge, there was a, a Rottweiler running loose Good Lord. there were like six cars stopped on the freeway trying to catch this dog Yikes. the dog's looking you know frantic running this is not a funny thing no i know i know i just I just you said six cars were stopped that probably was a lot of traffic and uh you know okay yeah Sorry. well um you know cars zooming by nobody really knows what's going on and yeah. you see this dog you know darting in and out of the car so wow. um man i just uh i hope he's doing okay but um i hope somebody caught him because he was he's running away from everybody he was kind of spooked why didn't you get out and help uh, I was late for a podcast about animals. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that is that is really uh, kind of dangerous. Um, it's very dangerous. It was uh, in a part uh, of the lodge where there's you know you have the I mean just going to a, walls on either side of the right, freeway. Jesus. 
So yeah. the, the, there's no place a dog could go, and yeah. uh, and there's no place really to pull off. You're, right, you're right. really right on the on the freeway there. So I mean, even like on a side street, just approaching a feral dog, a, a stray dog, it, it just even if you see a collar on it, it just you just don't know. Can, yeah, you don't know. This is this is dangerous. a big Rottweiler too. You yeah. know, and um, and it's that time of year again when uh, you know uh, uh, dead of summer, a lot of dogs are are staying outside. Um, microchip your dog, Jamie. Yes, tags. Collars. Well, that leads us to uh, the next thing I wanted to talk to you about, actually, mm-hmm. was uh, um, a sponsor of ours, a mm-hmm. friend uh, of the show, uh, and Pet Key, and, and help me find my pet, yeah. right? Yeah. So I, I don't know if Matt has been fully versed um, in that, but can you explain um, our sponsor, Pet Key? <laughs> um, help pet me understand Pet Okay, Pet Key, key yes. has, uh, is, it's, a, it's a suite of services for, for pet owners. Mm-hmm. So the whole idea of Pet Key is to provide the services that are needed, particularly to new pet owners who may not have had a dog or a cat in a while. Okay. Uh, and, and one of the, the, the principal features of it is a, uh, a, a division of uh, Pet Key called Help Me Find My Pet. Mm. It's a lost pet recovery service. So um, members, you know, if your pet gets lost, they'll send out a uh, an alert up to a 50-mile radius of wherever the pet was lost oh. and, um, you know, just relying on people. And then, and if you uh, – and it goes out to members. It goes out to veterinarians. It goes out to groomers, you know, pet professionals. Right. And um, so any given city, larger city, your, your pet gets lost, you're going to uh, have at least 100 recipients of right. this lost pet. A notification, and then um, uh, they have a about an eighty percent success rate in finding lost pets. Is that is there a GPS connected to the chip itself? Can they... Not to the chip, no, no. So w- with PetKeep, uh, PetKeep uh, also it has uh, the, one of the largest databases of uh, microchip information. Okay, and the microchip um, that's a misnomer. So a lot of folks think that the microchip that you put in a pet is a GPS unit. Right, it's not. It's it's more of an, an identifier, almost like the VIN number on your car. Right. Okay. So, so addresses to where this animal belongs to well what, what it is or? actually what's what's uh, the information that's held on the chip uh, the chip is inserted um, under the skin sure. in the neck and the information sometimes people are like you know I don't want my personal information on there if somebody okay. could scan it that's not how it works the way it works is it's um it's just the uh, a 16 digit number okay. Okay? okay now when you call and you uh, and you call that number in or you go to uh, uh, microchiplookup.org mm-hmm. mm-hmm. pet microchip lookup um, it will tell you, uh, uh, who, you know, who has registered that chip. So there's several microchip companies. Gotcha. Pet Key's one of them. And what Pet Key will do is when that pet is found, yeah. it doesn't give the caller, it doesn't give the person, the, 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 the pet owner's information. Pet Key actually calls oh, the no. pet owner and wow. say, hey, I someone's calling with your pet's microchip number. Did you lose your pet? Was it stolen? Is there, you know, is there anything that we need to know? That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's a, it's a complete recovery service. They do a lot of good work. Um, there's several companies, you know, around the around the country that do it, but um, you know, it's a perennial issue. You know, mm-hmm. dogs and cats get lost all the time; they can't find their way back. And uh, you know, we need to do everything we can to identify them and you know help them get back uh, to their to their owners. Thank you, Pet Key. That's amazing. That it is. It is pretty cool. Um, so, because I I I need to renew uh, Percy Cat's uh, chip, mm-hmm. right? It's a different. It's a different one. Uh, but it's it's gone. It it expired, and I was like, ah, oh, I got to get to that. And you know what? Like, I'm about August, eight months down the road. August uh, one is uh, uh, pet microchip. Uh, check the chip month. Oh, hmm. it's like so, open enrollment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what, what a, a lot of veterinarians will have this check the chip. It's free for at most vets. You can right. walk in there. They'll scan the the microchip, and they'll just let you know whether your 
your uh, enrollment is uh, is up to date and mm-hmm. your information's up to date. More importantly, huh. so yeah, it's uh, it's a good idea. Just because your pet has a microchip and you inserted yeah. the microchip or you had the vet do it, doesn't mean the information is up, to, up date. to date. So you ch- you should check it from time to time. Thank you, Jeff. Thanks for that reminder because I really should check on Honeypot too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, because I, I I know Percy's expired. So when I go back, um, do you think they're gonna? So oh, you've been expired for this long, and it's uh, you owe they'll us ding me, They'll ding <laughs> me for the the back back time. No, Pecky doesn't do that. No, Pecky. Yeah. No, All right, no. Well, I'm with some other shady company, and actually, they put a big low jack on him. It's uh, this, he's got a big hump now, <laughs> so you can't pet, you can't pet your cat at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, my Wait, cat's not. I was low about jack. to say, no, he doesn't. <laughs> uh, Sam just got to meet yes! Percy Cat. Oh. She came to take me to the movies for my birthday. What'd oh, guys, what'd you guys see? Yeah. Uh, an, animal related, Ant Man and uh, Wasp yeah. Girl. Was it good? What is it? <laughs> what was it? Wasp Girl. Was that what it was, Sam? What was? It? What do we see? Ant Man and the Wasp. Ant Man and the Wasp. There we go. That's... That's Paul Rudd. Yes. Yes. Okay. Oh, I love him. And yes. what's the uh, what's the young lady's name? I forgot her. Na- oh, jeez. I hope she never listens to this. <laughs> I just said meow, meow, meow. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Kate Beckinsale, right? Is it? No. Is it? No? No. Are you sure? Yes, I'm 100% sure. Okay. I would bet my life on it. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. But uh, so we, we'll we try to help people with their pets here and there. And uh, we'll get an email we'll look at. You want to try to answer an email here, Brian? Sure, absolutely. All right. Dear Animal Talk. Thank you, sir. And this one is a, about a kitty cat, and it, it goes something like this. Uh, can you train your kitten not to use its claws when playing? Uh, my cat's rubbing and purring, and then the claws come out, and she's grabbing me, and it kind of hurts. Uh, what can I do? And this comes from uh, Z2M. Well, there's a couple things. First of all, I that's, know. Uh, yeah, you know, c- cats and their claws, I mean uh, – it's it's a, a pretty synonymous with play, and you know they, they use them to kind of grab things, and sure. so uh, you don't want to deprive them of it. You, what you want to do is show them that some things are okay to dig their claws into, and other things aren't. So you could you should have like a glove or a toy or something you can play with your your cat where he can you know bite it and, and dig his claws in, and then when you take it off, when it's just your bare hand, you should have a little squirt bottle laying mm. around with water in so it. So it knows. And then if the if the cat gets too rough. You uh, you kind of spray. You don't even have to spray it at the cat. Just the sound of it and anywhere near him um, will will usually uh, startle the cat, and he'll learn that some items you can uh, you you can play very rough with. Others you have to be very gentle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you have to be real persistent with this exercise. Start when they're a kitten, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, you'll have you'll have really good results. But you, again, very consistent. Don't play the rough games with you know when you're barehanded. Right. Only play those those uh, those games when uh, you know you have that glove on or you have a toy where the the cat can kind of dig into gotcha actually that's a really good advice because uh we actually have that issue with uh with our cat oh yeah we actually do we were playing with her with bare hands and the claws come out and next thing you know you got a little scratch or yeah yeah and yeah cat scratches it's like you know ted nugent says cat wow. scratch fever oh yeah it gets all bumpy <laughs> and lumpy and it hurts it's uh oh yeah it hurts cat scratches cat bites are you know a lot of bacteria mm-hmm. and it's yeah it'll, it'll get you hey can i just finish up with the, the microchip thing yes please oh um so yeah. the, the site you go to pet microchip lookup.org all right now this is a site that it's a it's non-profit it's put on by aha the american animal hospital association and it's kind uh-huh. of a, a clearinghouse of all the um, all the, the pet numbers. So all the pet microchip companies uh, 
put their numbers into this database. Right. So, uh, Jamie, when you get home, you you find your pet's, um, your cat's microchip number, put it into this little search box. Do I hold them up to a light? <laughs> you just hold <laughs> next to a lamp. <laughs> no, most responsible pet Why would owners you do that? would have the number recorded somewhere on some paperwork, Jamie. <laughs> It would be written down somewhere. Oh, and they have- you meant to see the number. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why would you do that? <laughs> see how much fuel he has left oh, in him. He's a goodness. little kitty big lighter. Is what he <laughs> so, yeah, you put it into a search box, and it'll tell you if it's registered and oh. what company it's registered with. Wow. Okay, so if it's registered with a company, it'll say, you know, it's home again or it's, it's pet key. And then you can call that company and say, hey, I just want to make sure my information is up to date. Well, okay. And, uh, yeah, and they'll, uh, they'll take care of it for you. I need because I, I do. I know it's expired. I know I'm good at least eight months out on it. I, I need to get on it. You may have gotten a. Uh, you may have purchased a uh, a lifetime enrollment, so you might be good. Yeah, no, I didn't. But you're a cheap bastard, so I, maybe I, I, yeah, probably. That's, that, would, that. But he's well, a magnificent that. cheap bastard at that. So. A lifetime <laughs> for you or a lifetime for the pet? Lifetime for the pet. Oh, I was like, why would you do it for? Why would you buy a lifetime? You're- so well, what I do is I just give him my cell phone, and I have that help me find my phone. And he just ah, so he just carries my phone around with him. Very terrible idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know because he keeps downloading games, <laughs> and it's like expensive ones too. Oh. Such a bad cat, <gasps> Percy, and visiting a lot of naughty sites. That Colleen's like, what? I was like, it was the cat. I don't know. <laughs> oh I don't, my goodness! I don't, I don't know. I don't what what. <laughs> <laughs> meow, meow, meow. That, that's it. So uh, <laughs> my sister, Seal, just got a new uh, chihuahua, um, and she's going to have it be her support animal. Her other one passed away. Okay. Um, and and she does. She she's uh, she's she's a train wreck. <laughs> the Chihuahua? Uh, no, my sister. Oh, okay. <laughs> she's. You better not say that. She's got a no. She she knows she is. And uh, but she you know she likes having her support critter right just to help keep her calm, keep her focused, and it really does. It, sure. it really it really helps her out. Um, you know, because I kind of call shenanigans on people with their emotional support peacocks and what have you. you know? <laughs> um. So I don't know if she should take it to the restaurant or anything, but uh, yeah, take it to the mall with you. It's small. It's in her purse, whatever. You remember when Matt had an emotional support tapeworm? <laughs> Man, that really hurt. I ate so much food. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry, Jamie. Go ahead. No, but all right. So she, she, she lost the one. Uh-oh. Sorry, we're having a liquid emergency over here in the brand new studio. <laughs> <laughs> that is not new carpet, just so you know. I got it all. It's all on me. All right, good. All right. Anyway, um, so (laughs) you guys are children. (laughs) Yeah. Am not. Am not. Am not. (laughs) R two. R two. R two. So she got the she got the new puppy, and and she she does have a puppy class lined up for it. Um, But the issue she's facing right now because it's Chihuahua is like you know what do you do? Hey, it's like you just pick it up and dangle it. Don't you make me feel small? You make me feel bad. Anyway, but uh, uh, it it like it'll run around. And it'll nip at her heels, right? It'll like bite at her Achilles, right? Right. Mm-hmm. That, that's the spot that a little chihuahua. She goes, and it hurts real bad because his teeth are so tiny. It's like getting stuck with like six pins at once. It's crazy. <laughs> and I'm like, all right. So, um, is, is, what's a good thing to do to the puppy? Is, is the rollover a thing? Should you grab, roll him over and go, no. Well, how old is the dog? Uh, it's about that big. <laughs> 
It's very, very young. It's puppy, puppy, puppy. Puppy like eight weeks, like a brand new puppy? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's weeks. It's still being measured in weeks. Yeah. Then the, the roll is uh, this rollover technique that, uh, and you really have to be, uh, see it and, and make sure a, a trainer watches you do it because you have yeah. to do it right. Oh. And, and what you're doing, you're, you're kind of simulating what the mother dog right, would do. Right, right. Uh, because puppies will get out of hand. They'll bite too hard. And um, if you watch dogs interact with each other, especially, you know, an older dog with a young puppy, uh, puppy will inevitably get out of hand, just like young kids. Right. And then he'll be corrected right. by the older dog. So they'll learn how hard they can bite and still kind of keep their friends around and not, uh, uh, you know, and not, not – uh, hurt hurt somebody because um, you know those teeth puppy teeth are very very sharp right and think about this you know when the dog is about four months old they lose those sharp teeth and they get a much duller set mm-hmm. so you know it begs the question why would a puppy need such sharp teeth you know in nature and um, since it, puppies in nature they don't defend themselves they don't uh, go out and get their own food they usually you know, are feeding from mom or get food in regurgitated form. So they don't really need sharp teeth for those things. What they use those sharp teeth for yeah. is to bother everybody else and learn <laughs> and yeah. learn how hard they can bite sure. and still be uh, gentle with – because they're pack animals, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and, but they also have to use that same equipment, their mouth. They have to use it for That's being very said. gentle. Yep. Then they also have to use it to uh, to kill things in nature. Right. So sure. they have to know the difference and how they they can they can use that uh, that. So and I you know I know my sister. So when the puppy does it, she's probably like jumping and giggling, and it's yeah. becoming a game and it's right. becoming fun. And I go, no, you gotta you gotta nip that in the bud. Yeah. I said, you know, roll them over and go just 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 a nice firm no. Yeah. And, and, and I go, no smiles, no nothing. I go, and you let him up and give it a second or two, and if he doesn't, you know, put his mouth on anything. Give him some praise. Yeah, I go, right. but uh, so that was my advice to her over lunch. I yeah. was like to give him a give him a good firm no because you, you, if you're jumping and you're screaming and you're laughing and go, oh, you silly little thing, oh my god, yeah, you know that's only encouraging like crazy. Right. Yeah, you know some dogs are sensitive enough that if they do that, they bite too hard. If you just yell ow like mm-hmm. really loud. Like you're in pain, some empathy. dogs will will will, uh, will back off right away. Right, right. right. Uh, so you may not even have to, you know, um, correct the dog physically. But uh, yeah, I would uh, bring it up to the uh, the trainer. You know, all good dog trainers will have a technique to right to to solve that. But yeah, you're right, Jim. You do have to to because they're supposed to be learning that at that age. Right, right. They're supposed to bite too hard. They're supposed to be corrected, and they're supposed to learn that when I when I bite you. And you know, on the on the other side of that. When her puppy does come up to her and, and puts her mouth on her gently, you should praise the dog for that. Right. Because it's, they ha- actually, it takes effort for the puppy to put those sharp teeth on you and not, and not bite down. Are you so, telling me? So when, when they do that, they're trying not to hurt you. <laughs> so you should praise the dog for that. Always be very, very, uh, you know, it's, complimentary it's... to the dog when they. <laughs> to the dog. I'm glad. Yes, yeah. dog. Yes. We're talking about dogs. Dogs. Yes. Yes. Sorry. Yes. I went somewhere else for a minute. Um, <laughs> So, but here's another thing. Don't the say. new, the, the new. You don't say. Jamie went somewhere <laughs> different. Uh, come back, come back. Yeah, uh, socialization. Mm-hmm. Um, she she was talking about. She goes, yeah. My trainer said something about socialization, and there's a window, and there's a particular set of times and weeks where uh, you really need to socialize your animal, yeah. and then that window shuts. What the heck was she talking about, and is that just malarkey or what is Well, it? no, it's not malarkey. What happens okay. in nature, you know, again, you, you look to nature to, to get your cues as to w- right. why this exists. Uh, puppies in nature go through various, uh, they call them fear stages. There's about three of them the first year of life. And what it's designed to do, mm. since in nature 
a mother dog doesn't have a, a crate and a cage, you know, yeah. and, a, and a collar to keep the puppy around. Uh, as the puppies venture out away from the den, from time to time, these fear stages will kick in, and the puppy just becomes fearful of everything around, and it stays closer to the den. So what it does is this is nature's way of keeping the puppy close right. to the den and to its own kind. All right, to, because again, they're pack animals. Right. They have to be. They have to become accustomed to knowing who's part of the family, who isn't part of the family. Okay. In fact, that's probably why dogs and humans came together to begin with, because they understand a family structure. They sure. understand that this this guy doesn't belong here. I'm going to bark at him, and, yeah. and you know somebody else is familiar. So, um, so that's what these stages are. So during the dog's first year. Uh, yeah, there's about three of them, and eight to twelve weeks is very critical okay. that you, that you uh, socialize the dog. But really, throughout its first year of life, you should take every opportunity you can to get the dog. You know, you and I have beards. Yeah, yeah. I've had people tell me, you know, my dog just hates men with beards. Yeah, and it's like, well, you know, when he was young, was he exposed to men with beards? Or my dog hates tall people or my, people See, with hats. And yeah. that's the thing. When I go out, I really try to expose myself. <laughs> to as many people and their pets as, as possible. Yeah. I, I think you got it. <laughs> Thanks for that. I've gotten a Matt, you got a visual map? Unfortunately, with it. yes, I'll I do. Stay, stay with it. I'm you, trying to come back. I'm trying to come back. You kind of backed into this advice the wrong way, Jamie. <laughs> no, you exposed the dog, oh, the dog to different yeah. environments, different types of people. Just trying to do my part. <laughs> Yeah. So Just, why does your uh, dog run away from you when you're in the shower? <laughs> <laughs> Come here, doggy. <laughs> uh, so, but the the first Jamie's year, using the the Chihuahua puppy as a loofah in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. a bear and a bunny going the woods. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't like that story. <laughs> I love that story. Hey, Every it, time Percy walks into the walks into the bathroom, is my, my white cat. He's he's white. And I'm like, does it stick to you? <laughs> and he's like, looks at me, and he comes over, and I'm like, I'm doing something here. Could you uh, give Daddy that a just major part? You know, he loves you. Oh. <laughs> and she, uh, I know, I remember when uh, when Sam hated that uh, little fable about the the bunny and the bear. <laughs> the bunny and the bear. That, that wasn't a documentary, though. That wasn't recounting an actual. <laughs> this isn't the History Channel. <laughs> oh, far from it. So, um. So socializing, so that eight to twelve week window is really, really important. But the first year is is pretty important too. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. But eight to twelve weeks. You know what will happen? People, you know, they have. She has a new Chihuahua. It's a dog that's very low to the ground, very small, right? So you yeah, think, you know, I don't want him around a bunch of other dogs, and you know, uh, and sniffing things in the sidewalk, he might get sick, right? Right. Uh, what you want to do, as long as your dog is up to date on his vaccinations, you should expose him to as many new things as possible. Right, right. So don't keep him sequestered in the house because by the time he's, you know, six months old, if he hasn't, if he's not used to that sort of thing, he's going to be hostile towards it or afraid of new inputs and new stimuli. So, wow. yeah, you want to get him used to as many, as many different uh, types of um, noises, uh, people, bikes, you know, right, right, right. things that make, you know, a, a lot of noise or whiz by, you know. Some dogs, you know, they, they hate bicycles. And then um, they grow up to, uh, you know, chase a kid on a bike, bite them, and then, you know, now the dog's in big trouble. Sure. That actually makes a lot of sense because a lot of folks with service animals, they keep them so close to the chest that when they're out in public, the animal is not used to the senses and sounds that are going on out there because right, they keep right. them so close. And let me, let me ask you this. When you think of a small dog like a chihuahua, most people think of a little nippy, you know, barky dog, sure, right? yeah, yeah. It's because usually, you know, they, they become that way because uh, the owner's usually holding the dog. Yeah. And the dog, uh, a, 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 
a stranger comes up to the dog. The dog starts barking. What does the owner do? Holds them closer to him. And they kind of like, they, they try to it. soothe the dog. Yeah. But what they're doing is they're actually praising them for that bad behavior. Right, right. right. So you don't, you don't scoop up a great Dane when he starts getting scared of somebody and say, oh, it's okay, <laughs> little guy. You try. <laughs> uh, so, so uh, you know, you want to you wanna make sure you're not reinforcing the, yeah, don't the wrong behavior. It's like coddling a yeah. kid. Yeah. All right. right. Praise him for the, the, the behaviors you like. Yes. You know, in fact, it's a good policy. If the dog is barking, set him down on the ground. You know, what will happen? He'll stop barking instantly and, and come back to the owner like, hey, where'd you go? You know, because <laughs> by, by being up in the owner's arms, you know, it, uh, it gives the dog that confidence to start, you know, being aggressive and barking at people. And nobody wants that. Oh, heck no. I like that. All right. Another email here. Let's head back uh, to our, our feline friends. Dear Animal Talk. And then I hit that. <clears throat> That's what we're looking for. So uh, speaking of our feline friends, what are your tips for taming feral kittens? Uh, we've tried to do this before, but I'd like to hear your tips where there's two kittens. Uh, we trapped one the other night. It's in our bathroom. Uh, it's eating from a spoon. Um, we've been able to uh, pet her. The other is still ricocheting off the walls in our living room uh, or in living uh, on the window frame. And hissing a lot. Um, how can we bond with these feral cats? How many generations do you think it takes for uh, for cats to become completely wild? I don't know. Thirty minutes on their own outside. Yeah, yeah. About fifteen <laughs> seconds being out in the backyard, and all of a sudden you have you know uh, king of the jungle back there. Oh my god! So cats cats become feral very quickly. So yeah, a a, a cat that could be completely domesticated has its kittens in the woods, and those kittens are just yeah, they might as well be wild animals. Right. So huh. it, it does take some uh, uh, some all it is is desensitizing. So mm. once the, the the cats are in the house, right. You know, uh, offering them food and and you know trying to be consistent with your. Uh, um, the comings and goings and, 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 you know, that sort of thing. The, the cat will uh, warm up. But it's it's very easy for cats to become feral. It's, it's yeah, because they are always one generation sure. from being completely wild. <laughs> Which isn't the case for dogs, by the way. Yeah. Know, a feral dog will, will, will uh, become very uh, friendly and, and accustomed to a home environment a lot quicker than a feral cat will. Huh. Hmm. All right. So we are uh, Animal Talk. It's America's Pet Show. And uh, we are downtown Detroit in the Podcast Detroit studios. It is uh, Detroit Shipping Company. It's just off of Woodward Avenue. Uh, we are just uh, north of the downtown in the uh, Little Caesars Arena. And, yeah, so, uh, yeah, come on in. People are like, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I like so, kind of a little fishbowl here. Are you people are kind of looking at, at us here. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. Uh, and I was going to tell Sam, there's people, like, mingling about outside. And uh, we were going to invite people in that uh, – Oh, if, if, you, do you didn't go, say do you that. Wanna, I was going to – no, that's where I was just heading. I, I, I don't know if you want to run out and see if anybody has oh, a no, pet I or a pet question. No, I volunteer somebody else. I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm stuck. All this I'm stuck here. in the middle over I'm here. My Sam's volunteering for tribute. Hey. Hi. Look, she found somebody. We found someone. Yeah, no, I'm just coming in for my Oh, she's just getting her pearls. Oh, Wait a minute. Are we right. in a studio or a coat room? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's actually pretty much uh, about the width of a coat room. <laughs> it is because it is one shipping container wide. Are, are you? Are we sitting on your purse back there? Yeah, it's oh. just like right in the corner. Fair enough. <laughs> it's, uh, and also I'm so glad we hold these rehearsals because <laughs> without them, you know, the rest of it your bag, would just ma'am? be a... <laughs> 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 Could you tell us a little bit What's about that? the bag? Is that made out of seatbelts there? Yeah, it is? Black 
Yeah. It is made out of seatbelts. Okay. It is um, the Detroit version with the. All right. And um, then you got the, the actual seatbelt buckles on the. Uh, <laughs> there was a story about a young the... lady that made those. Is that that young yeah. lady that um, made those? Yeah. Um, Carrie at City Style. Yes. City. yes. Yes, yes, yes. Carrie. And she actually City finds all the seatbelts from cars that have been abandoned. And... No. That's, no? Well, she just sold the bag. Okay. They're out of um, California. Okay. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. Hey. Well, thanks for your visit. Thanks. Have fun at work tomorrow. We never get guests. This is great. I know. <laughs> Have a good night. All right, thanks. See ya. <laughs> oh, good job, Sam. <laughs> oh, did that die? Shut off, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. It it might have uh, the battery might have pooped out. I don't know. I was curious. I was curious how it would work. So yeah. playing with some new toys um and uh seeing how everything works. But we're still probably rolling on the face space, right? Yes. All right. I could have I could have plugged it in too, but uh, it's okay. So that was a good forty minutes on the camera battery there. Yeah, and I didn't charge it up as we started, so it's uh, I don't know what kind of charge was on it. Anyhow, um, so feral, yeah, we're down, cats, we're downtown yes. Detroit, and uh, yeah, we're talking about feral cats. I think we <laughs> I think we wrapped that up, but uh, we just got past uh, July. Well, we're still at the tail end of July. And uh, so August will be a little quiet till we get to the end of August. Then we'll have Labor Day and we'll have more fireworks. Uh, why why yeah, fireworks? Yeah. Labor Day fireworks. Yeah. Labor Day la- Labor Day fireworks? People sure. do Labor Day fireworks? Ma- does, does, uh, do America. America. <laughs> do you, you know. Do your animals disappear uh, when the uh, pop pops? Uh, Zoe does. The dog. Didn't, yeah. didn't, didn't, doesn't like him. Then the cat's a, a little bit. I think the cat picks up on the dog's anxiety, mm-hmm. um, and plays, plays off of it. But, uh, this, I uh, got an email here from, uh, uh, Otis's parents and Dear Animal Talk. And uh, I think I need to get Otis a Thundershirt. And this is from, uh, Coco Crispy's <laughs> 03. Um, same. <laughs> I know. Um, I'd like to try. We had a mild thunderstorm last night. I'm a light sleeper, and so is Otis. Uh, the combination of being hot and humid, Otis was barking at all the thunder, and uh, I couldn't get to sleep until very late in the night, um, and s- until after the storms rolled out. At 5.30 uh, was, was a, a very rough time to finally get to sleep. I would like to get him a thunder shirt, but I, I don't know if it'll work. Have you had any experiences with thunder shirts? Let me tell you my experience. Yes. Okay. I originally came up with thunder pants. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it would go nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But that's a different subject. Okay, thunder shirt. Jamie, 20 years ago. I need a hug. We were making fun of this product. Yes. You know, with the magnets in it and stuff. You right, know, right, right. And uh, we were making fun of this sure. product. Um, but I'll tell you what, people buy this, they swear by it, yeah. and maybe it has something to do with the dog being kind of swaddled and, you know, uh, has, has kind of feel safe inside this garment. I don't know what it is, hmm. but yeah, it's, um, uh, I have to say it's, uh, yeah, it's a thumbs up for that. Um, and I don't really know how it works. I mean, there's an explanation what they, what they tell you. I don't quite buy it, but it's just, uh. Uh, they people tend to get get some really good results from so it. So how does the thunder shirt actually, you know, incorporate the animals? What what's going? What, what does a thunder shirt do? 
You put it on the pet. Yes. And uh, do they still put magnets in those, Jamie? <laughs> yes, some. You know, so they, copper. Yeah. They you such know, a, the copper. precious. It's all those things that, that people use for, <laughs> for like a compression themselves. Type? Is it a compression It's really shirt? just, no. yeah, it's just the, the sensation of, 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 of a hug almost. You yeah, know, but then just the being, thunder and then the, it kind of like reverberates the magnets maybe? Yeah. I, I, I'm curious. I don't, I don't know. know. You know what? I'm gonna. Okay. Maybe I'm the sorry. parents <laughs> are calmer when they have them, and uh... you know, I think there's, I think there's other things going on there. Yeah, Jim, I think you're, you're kind of on to it. Thun- okay, thunder. I'm sorry, fellas. I, I just, it just, I, I'm, I'm trying to understand it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, but they, it, it's, it, from my understanding, it, it works. as is just a sensation of, uh, of being that tactile sensation of being covered. Uh, of being, you know, like being held, right? Because cal- if it, you're, it's a it, calming coat, you right? Know, to help with the anxiety, but sure. What is it? What's it called? Okay, here, here's yeah. what the site says. Go for it. One day, a friend. This is the, about the whole thunderstorm. One day, a friend of the family who who invented this shirt recommended trying a snug wrap, like swaddling an infant. Uh-huh. It sounded far fetched, but nothing else had worked, and it certainly couldn't hurt to try. During one bad storm, they wrestled Dosi, this dog, into an old <laughs> t-shirt. And use packing tape to create mild pressure. They were amazed. It's a little compression. Dosi calmed almost instantly and laid down for the duration of the storm. Thundershirt evolved from there and has helped uh, calm millions of dogs and cats around the world. So there you go. All right. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. Keep going. I got more. <laughs> uh, okay. Thundershirt's founder. Phil Blizzard, yes, Phil, Phil Blizzard, Blizzard <laughs> had a dog named Dosi who was extremely frightened by thunderstorms and fireworks. Wanting to comfort Dosi and get more sleep, Phil did what most families do and consulted with the veterinarians and dog trainers. Unfortunately, no one had a good solution. So for many years, Dosi and her family had to suffer through thunderstorms and Fourth of July fireworks. Huh. So there you go. It um, it swaddles the pet. Uh, not the most intuitive thing in my mind because you know you try to dress up, dress up a dog for Halloween that hasn't been dressed up. <laughs> they don't like it. Look, it's a bumblebee. Yeah, but the uh, the thunder shirt seems to work. And like I said, uh, don't take it from me. Take it from the all these people that have used it. Huh. I, I get I have heard nothing but good feedback about this product. Take for it years. from Jay Ferguson and Thunder Island. <laughs> Sorry, I just uh, fair enough. To... There you go, wow. Rob Zombie. Love it, Thunder Kiss. 1960. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Just, Thanks for that. You know, I, I was just, just looking I was for curious about Thunderbirds. Yeah. yeah. I was curious about uh, you know the product and you know how it actually works. Yeah, yeah. I use one on my dog. Do you really? Uh, yeah. Do you see a difference, Sam? I, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I the, think he's like super anxious. Well, like, what about the Thunder like, underpants? Unfixable. Well, see, that's why it did. That <laughs> why it didn't it didn't work, Jamie? Because the Thunder pants were too calming. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Thunder. I just like the. I just like the uh, the the alliteration of thunder underpants. Thunderpants. <laughs> thunder, thunder, thunder underpants. Thunder underpants. <laughs> <laughs> I just just makes that just makes me. That's happy. a thunder from down under. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Had another email. We're talking about uh, odd nicknames for your pet. I make my la- my vet laugh every time we go for a, a visit. A visit. Um, uh, I, I, my dog is named Garnet. Um, but we call her baby girl. And then we have uh, Digit, but we call him Big Dingo uh, or Bubba. And then we have Orca, which we call Itty Bitty because he was 124 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> we had Bison that we called Boogie or Noodlehead. 
And then uh, we had pockets, and we called her sexy Australian girlfriend. <laughs> uh, and then we have panda, and we called trauma dog. So I, I'm confused. Um, I'm sure the pets are confused. But do you have nicknames for your pets? Absolutely. Right? Sam, what are your pets' names? Oh, God, I don't even Mac and then Sasha. Mac and Sasha. Do you call her Sasha or do you call her Fluffy Butt? Or... Come on, out with it, Sam. <laughs> no, I can't say. You say. Yes, you can. I can't. You're here. You're among friends. It's just no, us, it's Sam. No, it's nothing like that. Honestly, no one's listening. Honest to God, no one's listening. <laughs> 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 it Our, really is Your just secret's us. safe with this show. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're, we're fine. Uh, All right. No, I like call them names that like rhyme with their name but aren't real Aren't real words. Max, like, Mac, like, Jack, Sasha, Pasta. Black. Yeah, <laughs> I say I say Sasha, Basha, but that's not even a real word. Okay, like so I say stuff like that, and then Mac has like way too many nicknames. I can't even. I don't even call him Mac anymore. <laughs> so, Brian, did you would you give nicknames to your critters? My dad would call me. Uh, he would call me dumbass. <laughs> I'm like, oh, dad. <laughs> um, yeah, everybody. I think everybody does that. Yeah. But so, but unlike Sam, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell you the stupid names I've called my pet. <laughs> no, I can't. Oh, well, no. Matt Matthew, your cat has an interesting name, regular name. It's a re- it's her name. It's Honeypot. Okay, well, you got to tell us about Honeypot because Sam like cringes every time I honey. I mention Honeypot. But I met Honeypot, and now it's okay. Yeah. Oh, fair play. So Honeypot was given the name Honeypot because somebody rescued this cat. And named her Honeypot and ah. said, hey, I have this cat called a no-kill shelter and I, I rescued her. Can you please come and get her? And so they did. What's her name, they asked. She said Honeypot. I don't know what her original name was and it stuck. So we went and rescued her and I saw Honeypot online. I said, that's a stupid name for a cat. <laughs> we go and she picked us out and the name just stuck. So Honeypot, Honeypoot, Baby Girl. She's got nicknames Honey at the wazoo. Poot. There's Honey five poot. people in the house and they all call her something different. Well, that's my, there's my question. My question lies uh, in Balloon that. Knot. And it's like Percy. Our cat is Percy. I, and I call him Percy Cat or Hey, a hole, <laughs> like a lot. Or you just pull call on him, his tail. Just call, <laughs> just call him balloon knot. For I just, uh, yeah. But uh, Brian, as far as managing uh, and wrangling your critters, um, is using these names is it is it problematic? It, it can be, yeah, it, because um, you know, with with dogs especially, you know, you're you're going to call them to you. You want to be as consistent as possible. Oh, I'm you not know, consistent. and and uh, and to the degree you're consistent, and, and some people who are very very consistent, consequently, they end up being really good dog trainers, and they they end up having uh, very little need for someone to help them out. People who are real inconsistent with their <laughs> behaviors and their and what they say, and and uh, I've heard people try to call their dog by saying. I told you three times to get over here, and I want you to, you know. You know what do you start I'm counting gonna, to your pet? Yeah, one, one <laughs> two. Yeah. My yeah, dogs yeah, yeah. come when I call them. Do they? Yeah. Well, there you go. What? Maybe, uh. Well, Jack and Sasha are awesome. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mac. 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 Same but, thing. Or Jack. But yeah, Jack. Uh, you want to you just try to be as consistent and right. simple as possible, mm-hmm. which means you don't want to switch it up a lot. You know? yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and it, uh, your voice makes a difference too. Yeah, inflection. Mm-hmm. Uh, as long as you're, as long as you're calling them close to the same thing. Uh, so yeah, what I'm trying to get the, because Percy will get outside and, uh, he's an indoor cat, generally, mainly, pretty much. 99% of the time, but occasionally gets out and then you're like, all right, buddy, come on, time to go in. 
come on person you know and it's yeah. just calling him i try to call him in the same way just to you know is anybody you else cold him, you just see him changing yeah. into dr Air are you seeing spots in. before your eyes <laughs> Sam, can you? Are your fingers tingling? Yes. So, so, Jamie, when Percy steps outside, you can see him changing feral oh, within seconds. Within <laughs> seconds. <laughs> He's the biggest wimp, though, because we got some blue jays in our yard, and blue jays are some nasty business, man. Oh yeah, yeah. They go and they go. It's like do I'm they like, dive bomb them? Oh yeah. I'm yeah, like, all right, nice. you go out there. Go ahead, yeah. smart guy. Okay, yeah. Go, go chase the birds. Good for you. It'll take one time. Oh yeah. I'm like, go get them, man. I just want them. I just want to see him get pecked right in the butt. And then you hear your. Percy telling the story to the other cat friends. It's like, I, I swear to God, they're freaking pterodactyls. <laughs> uh, so I, I wanted to try to grab, reach out and grab some people because we had some stuff to give away today. Uh, we had uh, on the show. Previously, we had uh, our friends from uh, Canine Bath Buddy. Oh, yeah, the Bath Buddies. You know what, Jamie? If you want, I can go find somebody. They Wait, yeah. so, hold on, hold on a second. They sent, they sent us a, a pack of, uh, they sent us a oh, whole... Yeah. A whole pack of oh, uh, canine bath buddies. I thought maybe because we're here downtown Detroit at the uh, new podcast Detroit studios at the Detroit Shipping Company. I will hang on to them. So we'll try to we'll do it next time. What, do they do they do they do the different colors? Uh, I think they're all red. Dang it! I wanted purple. I wanted to trade we're, mine. Oh, we got to be careful with this, though, Jamie. It's like um, we're we're sh- we're broadcasting out of a shipping container. Yeah, so it's kind of like a van with no windows. It's like, <laughs> and you have something that a product that you stick on the wall and smear peanut butter on in your shower. <laughs> <laughs> hey, suction cup. Yes. Hey, <laughs> hey, young lady, you want to come into my shipping container? Was, <laughs> Do you have any dogs? <laughs> Do you have any peanut butter on you? Let's, let's, <laughs> let's think it through. That's all I'm saying. That, that That is kind of a violation of our parole, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> there is an elementary school right across oh, the street, fellas. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Your Honor, it's made... For the wall of your shower, <laughs> and you do smear peanut butter on it. <laughs> oh man! All right, so Sam, what else do you got? Anything? It's so cold in here. I can't even think. Really? I'm freezing. I'm enjoying the hell out I'm of it. I'm freezing. <laughs> All right, Sam. You're, you're, chicken flush. Something that you're gonna enjoy, Samantha? What? Oh yay! <laughs> oh boy! Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> three weeks, Brian. Three uh, weeks. You got off it's with time three weeks. for the bad animal joke of the week. We didn't have one of those last week. No, we didn't do one. It was just me and you, and we didn't do one. I don't know. What so we got to we got to make up. We got to dig deep and, yeah. and go for a couple here. So, uh, hey, Brian. Hey, Jamie. Welcome back. Thanks, man. So, why do dogs run in circles? Uh, Jamie, why do dogs run in circles? Because it's hard to run in squares. Uh. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> hey, uh. Sam. What? Why do dogs like phones? I don't know. Oh, so why why are why are dogs like phones? I'm sorry. Oh, why are they? Why like are dogs phones? like phones? Uh, I don't know. They. I don't know. Because they have caller ID. Wow. <laughs> That's not even funny. Uh, <laughs> how come ele- listen, how come elephants aren't uh, aren't welcome at public pools? <laughs> why, why aren't elephants allowed at public pools? They keep dropping their trunks. <laughs> <laughs> hey Matt. Hey hey Jamie. So why did the snowman name his dog Frost? Why did the snowman name his dog Frost? I don't know. Why? Because Frost bites. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) One more. Hey, Uh, Sam. What? What would bears be without bees? 
ears. Yes, very good. <laughs> I was going to say ears. <laughs> All right. So Man, there Sam we go. jumped on you, but you got Yeah, she did. I can she? run in squares. <laughs> yeah, I can. Check it out, you smarty pants. I can run in a hexagon. Do you guys want to see? Want to see a parallelogram? <laughs> Watch and learn, broadcast boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we needed. Oh, right on. What about Sam. an octagon? <laughs> Sam's awake now. All right. Triangle. AnimalTalkRadio.com is uh, the website. Animal Talk Radio on uh, all the socials: uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and, and all the likes. So uh, follow us, like us. Make sure you like and subscribe to the podcast if you like and/or uh, want to subscribe. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, no, click we, subscribe. Yeah, that's yeah. it. So we appreciate you being there and being with us. And taking the time. Thanks to the podcast Detroit people who are always uh, gracious hosts because we ate all their potato chips. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> fellas. Um, so not yet. Yeah, we're gonna have to clean up. <laughs> and uh, thanks to you for for listening and uh, Matt for for hanging out. Thanks. Hey, always happy to be here, guys. I, I enjoy the uh, time with you. Brian, I really do. Good to have you back. Glad to be back. This feels good. Uh, uh, <laughs> Sam nice Dork, chilly. Hello. <laughs> have an exotic week. And kiss your wild thing for me. <laughs>